the failure to properly organize ourselves. I think. Yeah, 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 definitely. And so it's like, what, what do you call those guys who like lead the sheep? Shepherds. Yeah. So shepherds. do you want to be the shepherd or the sheep? sheep you decide. Yeah. yeah, that should be like the new. Uh, I we I want you, <laughs> Uncle Uncle Sam poster. <laughs> Big brother, I want <laughs> you. <laughs> Big brother would like you to participate in climate yeah, change yeah. prevention. God. No, but I think I think slowly we are seeing a change in terms of that kind of follower mentality. Alright guys, welcome to week 8 of our podcast. Today we have Stevie, or I like to call him Stevie, but uh, Stephen or Nick is here joining us as our guest this week. And uh, today Yay. we will be discussing... Shut up, his name's about... Steve, Minecraft Steve. No, I will call him Stevie if I want. Anyway. Greetings, Minecraft Steve. So today guys, we're going to be discussing the ongoing topic that is... Uh, been an issue uh, for a long time right now it's climate change and some people yeah find ever it since you were born exactly and before that actually and and some people find it controversial but i find it interesting <laughs> because uh it's 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 something that a lot of people like to ignore and um and just straight out say it doesn't exist but this isn't like the flat no earth. it's easy to ignore because the evidence is not like there's no clear you know what i'm saying if if you're getting stabbed right in front of your eyes then you'd be like oh yeah i'm getting stabbed but if somebody says you're gonna get stabbed tomorrow like the, are they gonna believe you hell no right yeah 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 but uh it, it's the same thing right it's like they're saying if the world ends tomorrow if the world ends like several years i mean if the world world ends in like a hundred years later because of what you're doing with, with the with the pollution stuff, they don't care, you know. Co as compared to, oh no, the world's ending today. Then they're like, oh damn, we gotta do something, right? Hmm. So they don't see the end goal. That's why it's so easy to ignore. I think that that is, and that might be the issue is that uh, we, because we generally tend to react to things when we see it right in front of us, and it's been in our human history that we've done stuff like this all the time. Uh, like we we don't when we're warned about something we generally just like to listen to it and we're like we take it in one ear and just let it go in the other sometimes we might consider it but we're like ah it's good i'm just i'll worry about it when it gets there and by the time it gets there it might be too late uh it was the same thing we argued about with artificial intelligence and it might be too late when we get through that to that point where we realize it's too late and it's exactly the same here some people are saying it's already too late and we haven't even had the the tipping point or or as to say the thing that really uh really shows why climate change is such a big issue at this point and why we'll be seeing its its effects because like the issue that most people most leaders have is is being is being unable to see the result in front of their eyes because politics is not based on possible outcomes it's on what's happening now it's what they can see and they're not going to make decisions based off of some guy who thinks, oh, in 20 years, the world is going to die. It's exactly what you said, Kev. It's all for money, dude. Yeah, exactly. And, but, and to people... be fair, but to be fair, yeah, people, like people these days also have like their own priorities. Like with, like with everything that's happening right now, like nobody is talking about it because, you know, 
there's always some new thing that seems to take more importance than it. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's also the fact that people don't really... Like, it's they don't consider it a big enough deal to make it an ongoing issue. It's the same thing with kind of what's happening with the world today. Like, this thing, I believe, has happened before in the past. Just no one took it seriously enough to realize that maybe we should have an ongoing conversation about it. So I feel like it's always just, like, people don't see the um, kind of like the importance of something before it becomes re- like way too late for yeah. us. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I was uh, talking about in, uh, in the beginning where I said we won't do anything on it until it's too late. And, I feel uh, like there's a lot of uh, problems and because we're haphazardly addressing them, you know, like, oh, we'll, we'll take a look at this one and then, oh, next month we take a look at this one. Like, we're not really solving anything. And then in the end, that's all going to bite us down in the bum and <clears throat> then come crashing down, you know, all at once. I think that is the issue, though, with especially climate change to be specific. Maybe that's the great filter. The issue is, if you think about it, everybody who has brought up climate change or just any issue, these people don't give you the solution. They just tell you that it's a problem. Not once have we had a proper solution to something, or have we ever had- Well, I mean, dude, if there was a solution, can't we just like... And it, no, if there is a solution and a simple way to implement it, then problem solved, dude. Like, but like, yeah, we don't have it. That's why we is... need to start at the problem and then work towards something like that. But if we're not actively discussing it, then there is no discussion, there is no ideas, there is no nothing. So even if there are, even if people are just mentioning the problem, that's at least better than nobody talking at it at all. Nobody talking about it at all. You have a good point there, yes. But I think also the current political climate in the world is also not conducive for talks like this. You know, with the United States pulling out of the Paris Agreement when Trump Trump took office, you know, and the US like, you know, pulling out a lot of funding for a lot of, uh, you know, reputable kind of like world organizations. It makes it very difficult, I think, for everybody else to have a good conversation and to actually come up with solutions because, you know, when you have the major powers such as the United States, Russia, China, you know, like China, I believe, didn't even sign the Paris Agreement at yeah. first. No, so, didn't. you know, when you have these major powers like US, Russia, and China not agreeing to sign in, a lot of the smaller countries are looking at them, at, especially the developing countries, which, you know, produce the most amount of pollution because they are starting to rapidly industrialize and have a lot of their kind of uh, a lot of their industry put into the um, kind of the second the secondary industry such as you know manufacturing and mm. kind of you know with these factories so yeah so it becomes uh, for these small countries there's no example to follow because they see the big countries you know foregoing these kind of like climate climate restrictions in order to boost their own economy so the smaller countries are thinking well why should i you know like stop you know emitting so much carbon where the big people aren't doing it i Uh, need the money more than them so i should be you know just freely kind of polluting Mm. if the big people aren't gonna stop we're i'm not i'm not gonna stop as well so i think it starts it has to start the solution has to start with you know kind of like the large nations the large nations need to prove need to give some kind of incentive for these smaller countries to lower to their carbon emissions. And I know that there is this thing like carbon credits, but that's a huge failure. No one no no one knows about it. No one cares about it unless you're studying geography. You don't even you won't even hear it. Mm. So it's 
it's and plus you're just paying the country smaller countries to build more factories and to produce more carbon so it's really not an effective solution for everybody involved yeah um that was very Bro, well steve said. i didn't ask for a geography lesson <laughs> No, but he he hey, brought up want, some good points there. If you want climate there. change, that's the best, that's uh, the best subject, you know, geography. I didn't ask to relearn what Mr. Griffin just said like two years ago. <laughs> well, I could say he put it up quite well. That's fine. Uh, I'm just memeing. I'm just memeing. Uh, no, no, definitely what he said. You definitely raised some some great points, and I think one of the issues is not being able to to like. Uh, to take care of the little ones, if you know what I mean, the little guy. No one's taking care of the little guy. <laughs> take care uh, of the little guy. Take care of the little guy. No, it's Dude, just... survival of the fittest. The little guys will die. No, I'm joking. <laughs> the little ones. There is... This is not Star Wars, all right? <laughs> the apprentices, the children. The, the children. Ah, uh, uh, young Padawan. No, but you you you, you do make a you. you do make a good point because like those countries are making these decisions based on their current benefits because it, it might be beneficial for them at this current moment of time to make those decisions but i think of course man it's it's what's lacking for these these smaller countries or these these less economically developed countries is that that might not be the best option for them both politically and economically and they might just need to develop with with the benefit of having these kind of uh, policies brought in well for instance the paris I mean, agreement Ah yes, um, it's all about the short term. They're they're all thinking about the short term, right? I mean, it it's even ingrained within our biology to think about the short term. It's even more difficult for us to see the value of something uh, in the long term as opposed to a short term because um, the reward system is is uh, is skewed towards things that are in the in the in the present. So if if you I, I believe there there's a there's a graph, and and it sort of goes like, so as as time goes on, like it goes down like that, right? Mm -hmm. I I think that's how it works. And so you know you up to a point, you still treat something in the future as, you know, valuable. But then once you get like to the far future. Maybe hundred, maybe uh, fifty years, sixty years in the future, it's the same thing, right? Right. The the difference uh, between something happening in fifty years and sixty years is, is the same thing. There's no difference in in terms of their relative value uh, in in your head. So I don't know. That's that's also like sort of ingrained in our biology, and that's a big issue, right? People are uh, and and there's also like many um glaring problems not just the fact that we are obviously right using unclean energy right but the problem would be far less worse if we weren't so wasteful of our energy um to produce things to produce things uh, anything uh, requires energy right so basically by wasting anything that is produced you're wasting energy and also different methods of transferring energy like wireless charging are very trash because um, they have lower efficiency than um, you know like certain other uh, methods like wired and and so these different things just basically lower our overall efficiency and just like wastage more energy used you know and and then that leads to like 
more pollution obviously because we're using unclean energy sources so there are many different factors that affect this problem and that's why it's such a complex problem and it's not just like you can find a solution and boom you know yeah i mean but the thing with like efficiency is like you know you you like efficiency is one thing but i don't think we're wired to like prioritize efficiency over convenience like the reason we pick wireless charging over like traditional wired charging is that so that we can just put our phones on a table and then once we're done with it we can just pick it up and go so it's all about the convenience and the convenient option is always you know is most of the time it's never you know the most eco like eco-friendly one but that's the one that we're gonna kind of kind of like always kind of shift to because it's easy for us we like to do things that are easy you you have to be making some conscious decisions at some point right what where yeah, to draw yeah. the line right there's always yeah. this conscious decision but again if you're not if you're not like seeing the big picture as an individual you're always there's always this mindset of people saying like oh but it's only like well i'm only yeah, one it's only person me, right it's only me yeah. in this whole world why should i it's fine it's fine if i do, if I do but then this, if like, everybody thinks like that then exactly so it's kind of it's, it's, kind a, of, it's the kind same of... thing like why why sorry but it's the same thing like why they have baggage limits because people are like, oh, if I bring one more luggage, right? It's only me who's bringing one more luggage. And then everybody's thinking like that. And then, oh no, uh, the, the plane can't carry all the weight. And then boom, <laughs> we're gone, right? Same thing. So it becomes, I think it becomes difficult because it's always this kind of mentality that people have. It's just, it's, it's just me. So I think, we, I think, you know, maybe these days it's a little bit easier because we're so interconnected. So it's always easier to see what people, you know, what how people live their lives, especially with a lot of people, you know, kind of opening up their lives with, you know, the rise of kind of vlogging and the internet and YouTube. So may hopefully it changes for the better, but all, but I think this mindset is always here to stay. And you know, I think we have to kind of flip it on its head and said that, well, That's it true. starts with me, you know. So yes. it's not like it won't be. It's oh, you know, it's only me. No, it starts with me. So. You, you start if you start to make the change and if everybody thinks it starts with me then you know we can have this kind of collective we can flip it on its head and instead of having this kind of collective kind of like like makes the like the collective making the problem bigger we can actually have a collective solution to the yeah, problem yeah yeah i think one of the things that a lot of people underestimate is the value of just taking that one step to do something uh that is there's worthwhile like we've seen this in many we like i know in school we've seen all these assemblies where there's always this in like in a group of group of people there's this one guy that stands there and just looks at something of course there's nothing there but then soon you'll see a group of people looking at something but there's nothing there you know because like we tend to uh we tend to f and you're the sheep adrian no well I, it could be argued but it depends well like you you're saying we're always afraid to be the person to to lead to be the person to to start something new and that's and that's what differs from leaders and followers right but at the end of the day we all want to be followers because we're afraid and i think if we just take that factor out let's just for say for a second we're we're not afraid of being followers anymore i'm pretty sure this solution would be well the problem would be solved in a much uh shorter period of time or it might just not even exist anymore because we could have solved all the issues just by fixing what we consume that is what true. we produce if we all have that mindset so many, yeah you were saying so many of the our our problems are caused by humanity's mindset and 
the failure to properly organize ourselves. I think. Yeah, 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 definitely. And so it's like, what, what do you call those guys who like lead the sheep? Shepherds. Yeah. So shepherds. do you want to be the shepherd or the sheep? sheep you decide. Yeah. yeah, that should be like the new. Uh, I we I want you, <laughs> Uncle Uncle Sam poster. <laughs> Big brother, I want Big you. <laughs> Big brother would like you to participate in climate change prevention. No, but I think I think slowly we are seeing a change in terms of that kind of follower mentality. Like with the whole like thing that's been happening for the past like two weeks. That I don't know. I don't know if it's right okay to be named here, but with the whole movement that's been happening for the past two weeks in the U.S. and around the world, actually, I think we're starting to see that more and more of the younger generation are getting kind of fed up with the way. You know, it used to work, and are really starting to that kind of true. rise up and demand change. So I think as long as we can keep this momentum going, and we can convert it, and we can just start after one thing solved, we can start redirecting it at other issues. See, but is, we still keep this kind of fervent. This is what I'm saying, like Stevie. Mentality. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 you know how people always say, "Oh, you're the future." You know, you're you're gonna be what. Uh, what decides what happens to your society and it's completely true because face it or not we're gonna be the the people who decide what's what our uh, what our lives are gonna be like what our generation is gonna be like because I think one thing that it goes back to being to fear because we're afraid of standing up to these to these people who are already leading and who are already in power because those people are living in in their times because it's worked for them back then but things are changing, right? Times are changing and we need to be able to adapt to everything that's going on. And to be fair, we as youngsters are the only ones who are capable of adapting as soon as something changes. Because the other people who are, older people tend to take more time. They tend to, tend to like, uh, usually resort to what they already know rather, rather well, than- it's because of something changing to something like, new. Lack of brain plasticity, right? It could be that, and, and it all could just, just plainly be fear, because they're afraid to th try new things. They're like, well, why would I try this if this is already working for me, right? And so I think that's why we, because we are tending to make more risks. As youngsters, we're like, we're okay to make more, to take more risks, because we're okay to, to we have less less to lose, or because we want to explore the, the better uh, the better future that we well, have. Well, I, I believe that should be the status quo, but... Um, a lot of people are actually afraid to take risks, especially I think um, the brothers out there with with the eight with the eight pluses, you know, with with uh, those guys. The fact that you have all this pressure and expectation on you to succeed, and that if you fail, you know, everything will come crashing down. Blah blah blah. So a lot of people like this resort to like cheating. Um, it's something that even though you have the ability to take the test like and and get perfect marks it doesn't matter you still like all this pressure on you is like subconsciously affecting you in such a way that you just need to guarantee it right you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and these people are afraid to take the risk and and i think that's that's something that needs to be emulated you, you need to be able to take risks because that's how you learn but as is with any generation um they have both their good things and their problems uh like like this generation right the 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 recent events pretty good you know what what they're doing they're they're advocating for their own cause but also um some of the things they're doing i don't agree with you know but then again you you can't really tell 
which side instigates what because in some cases it's one side some cases it's the other so you have to look at it from an outside perspective right you can't be biased yeah. but at the same time you know there's always two sides right um and there's always the pros and the cons so yeah i i, I don't know no it is I definitely what... a difficult topic to discuss and technically so is climate change and, and and i'm going back to what stevie said before about this being the the starting point of of potential uh, potentially us making the difference because uh, m- the most people that are that are you know very involved in these these uh, these protests that are going on in the past few weeks are mainly people of our age or our generation who are actually like you know we have to st- we have to fight for this and i think this is creating a, a a new new basis for us to be able to to finally give our voice and to stand out and be like wait we, this is wrong we need to do this and and i think well one example is greta thunberg of course like i kind of overrated in my opinion but like she's given some decent points about giving attention to this issue that has been ignored for a while and and people like we need we need more people like her who are just like i mean she's done something right yeah and she's she's definitely done something but i feel like with greta like like with greta thunberg and with a lot of these kind of like advocates for different kind of causes it's always they get their one shining moment. They get their one moment in the spotlight, and it just fizzles out because the conversation just stops. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the same thing with like with like this whole like this whole like kind of movement that's been happening recently. They have been advocates for this movement in the past. There have been these amazing figures in the past that have been you know giving rousing speeches and are like kind of kind of like the front runners in this kind of cause. But again, what happens after that? There's silence. Mm. Or you know, we move on to a different problem as society. So there's always there's always this thing where we can't seem to hold a proper conversation. And there's always people as well, especially of the old generation who are chal- who are always challenging the um the new kind of the new kind of thinking. For example, Trump is very very conservative. Like mm. if you've seen his recent um tweets and even his policies in general, he has been stripping a lot of these kind of environmental protections from this kind of, from the United States. So he he believes in kind of this kind of econo- he wants economical growth for the U.S. Mm. He wants more jobs in the U.S. Yeah. He wants more money to be flowing into the country, and he's do- willing to do it at kind of like any cost, really. So it, it, I I don't know if you've been paying attention to this, but if you read certain articles, you see that Trump has already like you know got rid of over, like hundreds and hundreds of laws yeah, protecting yeah. the environment. I have been He's already this. removed like protections for let's say you know kind of marine sanctuaries and like logging deforestation and he's trying to kind of like pr- he's he's basically trump ba- and the us right now their mentality is the show of force they're trying to show like look how amazing our country is look how much we don't care about everybody else america has made some progress in terms of economical uh, and kind of environmental reforms before especially under the obama administration you know it was mm. obama who first signed america onto the um paris agreement paris and agreement, to yeah. give this really high goal of like i think 30 percent of carbon like emissions being reduced in like the next moment in like the next like couple years there there has america has done great things before but i think the way it is now with the current leadership i mm. think it is very flawed i mean that's that's an argument that's been going on for so long it's, it's not even just the climate change thing. It's not just about the Paris Agreement. It's just about the person's leadership role in general. But I mean, 
that if we were to discuss that, that would go on for hours. Plus, it's pointless now. He's there anyway. The what you mentioned about what they're doing right now with with them focusing mainly on uh, economic power and just growing uh, economically and focusing economic growth. I, is it the most important aspect for them to focus on right now? Because a lot of countries are like like China, for instance, are are doing quite the opposite, and they've been they've been going quite green and and. And uh, it's been working quite for them. China green? Yeah, yeah. China has has made a lot of these. Um... Bro, I thought those two those two words would not <laughs> be used in the same sentence without "not" or something like yeah, that. You yeah, know, China yeah, yeah. not green. Or and and again, that's another stereotype. But the thing is, China is making these things just for their country, just for themselves. They're not giving these these uh, these policies or their or their uh, their their plans or these terms to anybody else because it's just for them. And, and we, the question is like the, right now, their population is kind of stabilizing and is declining, while India is it's rising up. And so, in a few years' time, India will be the most populated uh, country in the world, and it's not something to be proud of. I'm like, oh, I'm from I mean, India. You're gonna come back there and solve their problems. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean. There are um, a lot of things that are that are affecting this issue, which is again why it's so hard to come up with a solution because it's not just one thing that's the that's the issue. There are multiple factors, uh, and it, it will take a long time to assess everything and find out common issue. I mean, I think yeah, right I mean, now, like like China, the only reason there's there's even any change is that there there the people have already experienced the problems of this kind of climate change you know if you look at beijing and and kind of the air quality situation over there it's yeah. hor- it's horrible yeah. you know people have like i've i've apparently seen a business that's making a good amount of money selling fresh air they bought the <laughs> yeah. air from the country it's like that lorax put it movie into, like a condensed spray paint and then put a mask on it and so you can breathe fresh air yeah 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 you know in beijing Dude, this, and is, this and is, is like lorax this remember is like, lorax okay the reason why the reason why they're making waves right now is because they screwed themselves over faster than anybody else has exactly yes. so, and, so and, and that's not the issue if, if the person if the person who was on the fastest track to you know on the fastest track to screwing themselves with a certain problem so for example if 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 someone's going bank if someone's going bankrupt using using this one method starts to go the other way then don't you think everybody else should start going the other way because if they've realized their mistake then clearly that's the there's thing. a big problem here. that's the thing china is smart because they've decided they they realize that they have been they've been making a mistake well so i, I would say away say smart but like they it's, change it's, their thing yeah. so well it's a, it's a good logical indication approach. yeah it's a good indication that others should follow suit yeah but the question is are they smart enough like to realize if, that? It's like if the most money-hungry, like greedy, like I don't care about the environment people start caring about the environment, then boy, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah, we would actually have proper change. Yeah. But I think it's also, again, coming back again to, I'm sorry, I'm coming back to politics. I'm just saying right now, like with the current political climate, the US and China are having really high tensions between each yeah, other. I mean, guess so whose fault that is? I, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I, well, I've named him already. I'm not gonna, you know, shine more light on his name. But, um, you know, like right now with the um, with the tensions, I think it's also like the like the leader, the U.S. is like his like their leaders, like trying to kind of like rally the people 
into thinking like, oh, look, 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 look at these bad China, you know, look at oh, bad yeah, China. Like... Don't do whatever they're doing, you know. And if they're doing like great, if they're implementing like green, you know, kind of like eco-friendly policies, then the U.S. would oh. be like, oh, look at them. They're so bad. You know, they're they're screwing over their own economy with this kind of like green thinking. So we're going to do the opposite. And I think the U.S., one thing that separates the U.S. from China is that the U.S. hasn't felt the, the this effect yet. If yeah. you go to a city in the United States, you breathe the air in, you, you're like, wow, you know, like air's really fresh because their factories are far away from the cities, unlike in China. So I think the, the U.S. needs a wake-up call. They need, their people yeah. need to see something like... They and need to feel I think the issue like here what it's is like TV, to live with pollution, you know? The issue here is that they're not gonna they're not gonna see the difference or, or at least they're not gonna see the effect on by until it's too late. Because exactly. by the time it's too late, they can't do anything about it. But I mean again, sometimes it all goes down to just one person. It all goes down to one person. If one person can make a change, then everyone can. Or has the possibility of doing so and usually when someone in power is doing is making that difference themselves people will be inspired they'll be like oh wait so this person the, our president is doing this our prime minister is doing this so so should we we should be making the difference yes i well. mean i do agree with you in the fact that people with platforms have you know like the ability to inspire people however it's not like if you do something it's nothing right yeah no that's what yeah. i'm saying it's i'm not saying that whatever as in, we as individuals who are just normal people whatever we do is not looked upon as like just something that's happening casually it is also important but something that will be much more effective and will take less time is someone with power with with um with immediate response time, they could immediately be like, okay, some change is happening. You can see the change happening. They would do that. For instance, like uh, the German, uh, what's her name? Angela? Ange Angela Merkel. Angela Merkel. Well, she's making quite a good positive uh, response to uh, to Germany with the whole eco, uh, the uh, green, go green uh, policies. And she's having this good positive effect towards the, the germans with with her opinions and uh, just her statements being like we need to be more eco-friendly i'm just talking about them being able to to realize that uh they could use their their government in a better in like in a more efficient so for instance right now they're focusing on and finding renewable energies solar is 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 heavy in germany and france right now they're they're doing a lot of research i know this because i have family members who are working in the industry there, there's there's heavy demand and there's being uh a lot of research being being put it, being done in solar and uh, we're having solar solar energy and we're having uh geothermal is also quite quite uh what is it exposed recently but we have we don't know how efficient it is or or how it would be to many countries because it's based on based on the 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 geography or uh the location of wherever you're getting that energy from but i mean we're, now we're just going down to energy and which is more efficient which is always going back to like how would this affect climate change uh i mean before we before we look at the solutions we need to uh, i think start with the problem right so yeah was one one of them well there are a lot of problems right because this isn't just a like like a one what a simple problem because then it would be e easy to identify the the uh solution the, 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 
yeah, identify the problem, uh, f figure out a, a solution. However, this is something that's deeply rooted. Like it's it's not something something simple. It all came from like the industrial industrial age. As soon as these technologies were being developed, and then you know up till now, something just like even even the mindset of people nowadays like there's the good and the bad right the people who are making changes and also the people who are just on social media retweeting doing nothing about it like if you're retweeting like okay dude cool like fat stacks man you're doing so much right i mean if if it's uh maybe if it's an influencer some somebody big you know they're they're speaking about they're, they're they're speaking out about a big issue and and you know donating to to charity or something that's that's really good but um you know there there are people um and th this pisses me off to no extent like i i see this video right because i was watching mizkif i don't know if you guys ever ever watched mizkif so so there, there was a, there was this meme where where he's like um okay guys i want you to send so he's a, he's a streamer, right? And and he was like, okay, guys, I want to see how my viewers look like. Okay, guys, send me a picture of you with the hashtag Miskiff is over party. So you guys know about the blah blah blah. It's over party, right? The the BS like called can cancel culture, or whatever, yeah. right? So essentially, it has nothing to do with canceling the guy, but then because the the headline was because the hashtag was trending, there's a bunch of like these K-pop people who are just randomly like. Re who are randomly just tweeting this hashtag and attaching like I don't know like K-pop music videos or whatever like dude you have better things to do like rather than just like tweeting a hashtag you know nothing about you know what I'm saying hmm. like it's not helping anybody you know yeah, 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 yeah but I think it also goes back to kind of these like corporations you know a lot of these corporations have started you have like really started using these kind of movements and these kind of um you know like these huge sweeping kind of like like social media trends in order to promote their products so it's not really about do like it's the corporations don't really don't care about like oh you know we're we're, we're in support of this movement they're really a lot of them are doing this just for the simple publicity well, and to make Steven, their, yeah, the thing like, is it's like, look better it's like the, they're trying to preserve their image right yeah, they're just trying to get on the yeah. right side of yeah. people, you well, know. Like they're trying to stay away from being on the wrong side, you know. They're just like, oh, we're just gonna follow whatever, the, whatever, you know, the general that is, mood. That is just to, and we're just gonna stay plain there. business politics. I mean, at the end of the day, we all need to eat, right? We all need to survive, yeah. and yeah. So they have to somehow get money. And I think one of the reasons why these companies succeed so much is just they're just using the available platform with all these movements. And like, how many? I know countless number of companies companies and corporations and 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 people who have used these current the past two uh, the past two weeks the events that are occurring so many of them have been using that just to, to boost their to boost their respect levels or or what do you call that their clout or uh their oh my their position in in society because they can be like oh yes i support this movement yes i also have some personal experiences blah 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 and we're getting more viewers more more people more impressions and because of this yo as a matter of fact just because of this coronavirus freaking uh uh the amazon owner what's his name again jeff bezos he's he's 150 billion dollars more more uh more expensive as in more worth just because of people staying home 
and well, because okay, of just the thing two... is the thing is uh, jeff bezos makes most of his money from like the cloud or web services not really like amazon itself the delivery yeah. business yeah, I yeah, yeah many people know about that but so, I, again that's an interesting th- that's an interesting fact and that must be addressed because people are always uh there's a misunderstanding of information going around it, it even even the culture nowadays right you, everybody knows about but the disposable culture nowadays like disposable in the sense that um things nowadays are very disposable if you break something you throw it away that kind of culture right mm-hmm. and it takes a lot of resources to produce something like i said previously so if we keep throwing things uh, in the end it'll be a lot of like wasted energy wasted resources everything uh as opposed to just you know buying something and using it for a long time or repairing and you know this this is a problem i i think we need to reverse this you know because companies can sort of take advantage of this you know design breakable products or things that are meant to be thrown away quickly and then and then take advantage of our money you know they're taking advantage of your money mm, you know actually, and your psychology yeah. and the culture you know what I'm as saying? a fact as a fact actually you know just creating like you know all your the like creating you know products that are meant to kind of break in a couple of years is actually being taught in gcse you know design tech it's an actual kind of like it's an actual like subheading if you read it is it's it? like talking like like design considerations that you need to put into a design of the object whether you want it to break in like how many years in order for them to buy you new again new, you know, uh, we're going back we're we're going back to basic manufacturing or business techniques at the end of the day we need money and everything we do is a business opportunity for somebody out there so we really can't yeah. blame anybody for using this uh for capturing the opportunity because hey if i wasn't placed in that position i probably would also because again we all need money um but again it also goes back to moral morals and, and ethics or yeah should like, you... there's always two sides like I yeah there's say. always two sides and and there always should be a question where you're like, should I or should I not? But do I need it or do I not? There should always be a gray not? area, a discussion between which side. Exactly. Always, exactly. always. There and is when, no, it, yeah. when it comes to business, there is no, there is no gray area. There's well, money or there's no money. That's that's pretty much. And that is why we're having no, these things. No, there is a gray area, always. There's I mean, always one. Yeah. With businesses. There is, because it's a spectrum, right? You can make no money, all the money, or money in between. There's a gray area. There's always a gray area. You can everything. sacrifice a little bit of your money for yeah, to, in order true. to kind of like enact these kind of social things. But one thing I think different about this kind of the about this new, especially this new movement and this new kind of like one thing that I've been seeing online on social media is that the people are more critical about what people say. So, for example, like companies who give out this kind of um, you know, like this message saying, "Oh, we support this movement." You know, we stand in solidarity with kind of like the people that we're supporting. There's actually has been this kind of Twitter copy pasta that's been going around saying, like, like it's a very general form that they spam onto companies' web pages. Oh. And so people, are, people have been saying also, like, a lot of the comments I've been reading on these company tweets is that they're saying, "Look, you know, very generic, good, right? good on you, good on you that you're at least like, you know." Like okay, you you said that you're in support. Second thing is that people want from these companies is like, well, you know, if you're gonna support, you, might you, well, doing, you know, right? give you might as well give your money, right? That's one of your, that's one of the things that people are asking for. And also the interesting thing that I find is that people like this question pops up so much in these company web pages. It's saying, What are you doing in your company to address this issue internally? So like how are you addressing it internally? How are you, you know, 
supporting this movement internally? How are you applying these kind of like these ideals and these new policies? What policies are you applying internally that will help with the solution? You know, so I think people are becoming more. There's been this saying that our generation it has been the least trusting of corporations, and I think that's true to some extent. Yeah, in in terms of corporations, yes. But I think because, that's that both yeah. both a good thing and a bad thing because there are people who are critical, but there are like I don't know if if it's actually being critical. It's just the general mistrust of corporation and and the whole like guise of it. But in the end, I don't think people are actually like. Generally, people aren't as critical as they should be. Yeah, I think what I'm saying. We're advocating for more transparency. You know, we're advocating for a lot of transparency. So I think people want this kind of transparency. They want this transparency, whether it's in, let's say, YouTube. You know, with the way people like, like with sponsors, with sponsorships. You know, like paid advertisement. Like if one person accidentally, like one person accidentally doesn't disclose their thing. Oh my god, the internet goes into a fury, it's, you know? It's like the Twitch, the Twitch, like, TOS, right? Um, there's no clear evidence or, or examples when people get banned or, or stuff like that. And yeah. it's really infuriating people, but it's, it's, it's difficult to say. It's always a double-edged sword um, with many things, right? So this, this critical thing, whether people are actually critical is, is another is is another uh is another thing but um sometimes you know we as humans can can also be a bit too judging as well so th- there's always two sides to it right uh there must be a balance always yeah yeah there yeah. definitely must be a balance and i think we need people who are more critical especially for addressing climate change or just finding some way to, yeah, to make a difference because if we don't have people that are picking on we're like wait what about this but what does this mean what are you going to be doing about this? if we don't have people addressing these questions or or making any effort of of finding out what will be the potential answer then we're not going to have any change at all and it goes back to true. people tr- making risks and being afraid of doing this if we just have a way of of just like having a medium of, of being able to just address these things without being too scared or like feeling feeling like you're you're being put up put up and put on the spot if we have something like that or some way that we can introduce this then i think our, our solutions will be solved like not only climate change but a lot of the issues that we have will be will be able will be solved immediately not immediately but like slowly because the thing that we're not realizing is that I'm pretty sure there's someone out there in this world who may not have the proper education or or uh yeah, or who availability has the who has the ideas or who has or the, the solution to come up with an idea. Exactly. And and I think that all we need to do is give them that one little bit of opportunity. And if we do, mm-hmm. they yeah. will be able to make that difference. And if one person makes the difference, everyone will join in. And that's it's how like the the idea of of a positive sum game, right? You help yeah. somebody out and in the future they will help humanity or you guys as a whole exactly but unfortunately this is not a big thing like pe- people don't this isn't a, a big mindset that that people normally adapt which is a problem we need to move towards this okay, mindset and because we're living and it will it will evolve the human race as a whole ah uh, yes, yes and i'm saying and so, I, I definitely think our generation is is a really competitive generation given that most of the things that are are quid quid pro quo right nothing is like oh i'll just generous i'll generously give you this 
No, we want something in return because we're aware that everything is competitive. If we want to survive, we're, we're going to have to fight for ourselves. And in moments of crisis, that just completely goes away. We're like, like again, the past two weeks, we've been united. And usually we'll see that large groups of people will be united in terms of crisis. That's when they'll be like, that's when these revolutionary things begin because they have no choice but to be in the same boat you know what i mean and they have to start rowing or else they will all sink and i and that's the kind of I, ideology that i think we need to have yeah i'll, I'll watch this video from veritasium that talks about like the misconceptions of global warming mm. i think it's a good video if you haven't watched it but yeah um basically what he says is like um there's an argument where people say that we as humans are not producing as much co2 or or you know like greenhouse gases as natural causes but the thing is um but the thing is nature is producing uh based on the numbers he used in the video nature is producing around 780 gigatons per year i i don't remember but yeah and while we only produce 30 gigatons per year while that is correct that we produce far less than nature is in the fact that nature is in equilibrium so if it produces 780 gigatons it will absorb 780 gigatons but that extra 30 is what's been causing the increase of temperature in the past few years and basically uh, it's it's not that climate change will, will be like this immediate end of the world thing no it, it means something like harsher living conditions reduced biodiversity which could harm a lot of ecosystems you know more intense storms droughts weird weather stuff uh rising sea levels less ice all all of these these things that that we don't know what they will lead to in the future which is the big problem right yeah 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 and then you know going back to like you know like um about kind of climate change and everything like it has been a kind of a point recently that you know, we started to stop using the word climate change to describe uh, this whole phenomenon. Global warming. We, we're, we're, no, we've stopped using global warming. We stopped using, Global warming what? was the first thing. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. we realized, wait, it's not just the globe getting warmer. You know, there's other issues. So we started yeah. using climate change. But then now there has been a movement, especially if you look at the IB syllabus with geography. We, we stopped using the word climate change. We started using the word climate crisis. Because Ooh. it is a crisis at this point, and we make it yeah. sound larger than it yeah, is. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. people. Are I mean, at, I mean, at some point, like, you've got to start like making things look more scary so people take action, right? If oh, it's yeah. hurricane, like, uh, I don't know, like hurricane Dave, who's gonna like people are gonna <laughs> hurricane Dave? Ah, oh, hurricane but, Dave, but my neighbor. Hurricane Mega Destroyer, ten thousand Godzilla XXX, dude. <laughs> People are gonna instantly start running out of their homes, getting in cars, <laughs> flying in planes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. Yeah, that, that's a pretty funny example I heard. That that, that is that is pretty but, funny, and I think that is exactly what we need. Is we're too relaxed about this issue, and yeah, just, people don't see the problem. That's the thing. They don't see people the problem, don't see the and outcome. they and think the, again. Our as in, as individuals, as people, as humans, what we care for, what we care more about, is the short term not the long term yes. because we want to live now right 
And I think that might be the issue with the, with climate change. And now you're saying it's a climate crisis. Well, it definitely is. Just that one word has created so much more effect. Like even I'm kind of scared when I say cl climate crisis because it I mean, is. It's, it's also very ironic, right? That even though we live for the short term, we also don't live for the short term either in the sense yeah. that people don't tend to uh, do the things they, or like they tend to constrict themselves, you know, and, and they're, they're like, oh, I still have like 50 more years to live, whatever, even though they might not even live to see tomorrow. But anyways, that's a whole different matter. But yeah. um, I think we should talk about the, the, the possible solutions to this problem that, that I think uh, are possible. Like, for example, I mean, the, the, the easiest short term solution is to not stop using fossil fuels, but to convert into cleaner fossil fuels while also um, combining that with cleaner alternatives like solar water, but not completely switching, right? Because that's something that'll take, don't know, like 50 years, I would say, with, yeah. with the current infrastructure we <laughs> Actually, have. Actually, the issue with, with us uh, consuming the uh, coal or just any non-renewable energy is it's not the actual consumption. It's is what we do with with the excess left off or like we are actually consuming more than we need because if we're if we if we're needing to use like a specific amount of energy we we use up a bit extra just in case and just in case but that just in case will be affecting us in 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 in, in like a, in a much higher level and like the the storage or like uh, the the disposal of waste because of these renewable or just because of these non non renewable energies is another huge contributor to to uh, climate change because if we're not throwing them away properly and by by throwing it properly i mean not incarcinating all of them i mean like actual like um composting or uh putting them instead of putting them in large like landfills just having it's not coming it's in the tip of my tongue right now but there are methods that are more sustainable and more more easier stevie i think you're you're you have something to say but <laughs> no no i'm kind of slightly laughing because you said you were incarcerating the all these pollutions which i thought was absolutely <laughs> great oh uh, there's See, this, this is why like i don't know sometimes adrian says some some like photosynthesis <laughs> stuff like i'm photosynthesizing <laughs> the solution right now you know you gotta give me some time to um to, yes yes that, that is that is my like, fault what are you even saying dude i'm like okay i mean sure we'll we'll we'll, we'll put all the we'll put all the waste in prison because that that's yeah but but i think no, but <laughs> i think a, a no, good solution but, yeah. a solution is is nuclear right now well and and they, there are better alternatives i think um like to my understanding rather than just using uranium which is a thorium based nuclear power because it can be much easily controlled um as opposed to like uranium um this i think andrew yang also talked about this as well as salmonella um was talking about this so very interesting idea and i think it could work out if we do some, a bit of research into it and i mean like other methods such as solar wind water you know all those things they are renewable but their efficiency is relatively i mean how much power or how much efficiency we can produce from the resources required is actually very little you know compared to something like nuclear which is 
well, it looks like our best bet at, at the moment, even though I do have my reservations about it. What, what do you think, Steve, in terms of like, I don't know, like, because I asked you for a chemistry perspective on all of this, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, coming from like, like chemistry wise, like in terms of nuclear, it's definitely like a solution. But just the fact that we don't have any way to like, to like chemically kind of break down what kind of the radioactive kind of like isotopes that are going to be produced inevitably from nuclear and it's just the radioactive nuclear waste is going to be difficult to deal with like we've been dealing it so with dealing with it so far by putting just putting them into lead lined rooms but again that's not a permanent solution the US yeah. is kind of front running this um, by you know they've actually found a site I think somewhere in the middle of Arizona which is like a desert so you know I guess no one stays in Arizona but um, <laughs> um, you know no shade to Arizona but they found a site in Arizona where they they are actually starting to excavate um, the Earth and I think drop like all their nuclear waste like down oh to the Earth. Save well, it yeah, for, like, this is a problem, I think. Hundred. Yeah, so they're just they're just gonna drop it like really deep. You know, they they've done the cal- I believe they've done the calculations to make sure that the radioactivity won't. I mean, come out I think they- radio radioactivity is just like plastic, but it's deadly, or or it's yeah, it's yeah. bad. It's really bad. Well, plastic can be deadly as well, you know, like if... Yeah, yeah, know, but uh, Yeah. But I mean, also in terms of fossil fuels, like, I, it's also really difficult. I mean, we have, can't, let's say, for cars, you know, like, cars were polluting for like quite for like a long time, you know, but now we have catalytic converters that are able to take some of the, you know, the most extreme, like, pollutants, such as like, kind of like these nitrate, like these nitrates and things like that from escaping. We're able to break them down into simpler kind of elements such yeah, as carbon dioxide the, and I water. I believe it's only, it's only efficient at, at like high temperatures or something, right? Exactly. So it makes it, but, and it's also like catalytic converters with the technology that we know now and with the chemistry we know now, we, a lot of these catalytic converters are made out of platinum. And I don't think it will be feasible to yeah. put plat- that much platinum in a smokestack of a factory, you know, so like, oh. like if like if we if like like how much money like especially with platinum being like as rare as it is, or maybe as rare as you know some people might want us to believe, um, um diamonds, you know, exactly, um, <laughs> you know it's gonna like we can't afford like I don't think companies would would want to even take the chance of buying that much platinum installing catalytic converter on their smokestack and still you need to replace it every couple of years because platinum's just gonna fall off every couple like like you know i believe i've watched a video i think by cody's lab where he goes along the highway sweeping dust from the highway and he's able to kind of synthesize not not a lot but some platinum from it so meaning the platinum does kind of it's not like always a permanent thing you just install it once and you can leave it forever hmm. it will fall off it will need replacing and once it needs replacing that's an extra cost that i don't think companies are willing to take right now i mean this is where space exploration could come in handy <sighs> yeah but you know like i believe we're still pretty far off from you know the yeah. whole flying to mars setting up a colony in there you know as much but as i mean elon want... musk is doing his thing you know so yeah i don't know solutions there i feel like we're kind of on the cusp, but un- until we-, we have to make, I think, serious scientific advancements in order to come yeah. up with a more permanent solution. And I think, again, it just comes with, you know, kind of the lack of funding, you know? Mm. I think governments nowadays are kind of hesitant to kind of give this kind of funding to, you know, all these scientists. I believe there's, 
I always believe there's enough scientists and there's enough smart people I mean, in the world. Not, not just scientists, put... right? But like people who are able to just organize yeah. everything exactly. properly. I believe because... There's always enough people to like, you know, like if we're just given the money, if we're just given the, the you know, the all the, you know, the clear from the government, and if we're able to get, you know, kind of money from an unbiased location, you know, I think we can make the scientific advancements necessary in order to come up with a more permanent solution. But I just don't think with the current, with the way the world is right now, I don't think it's a possibility. You know, you might think like, oh, well, but, you know, grants are kind of like in the US, maybe they're more available. But you have to also see the fact that, you know, with sometimes you also have to look at the source of where the money came from. You know, let's say I was a petroleum company. I would e I could easily pay off, a, you know, a scientific research group. You know, mm. I pay, pay them a lot of money, uh, and then they could yeah. give me back data that are that are, will support my. This views, is this you know? is a and big. Like, and this then is go, a oh, big look, problem as well. My research. In, yeah, this is this. a big problem nowadays, in, in like, I I think mainly America, but I'm not sure where else. Like, for example, like big companies paying research people to like give up flawed research. This has been happening ever since since like the the 1900s. Like they've been. You know, like first it was like, well, it's it's mainly like like the the food industry and yeah, and, yeah, like with, and with, all with that sugar, with with sugar, like, you know, blaming fat, you know, claiming the, yeah, blaming fat as opposed to like sugar, which is the real problem. Uh, you know, things like Coca Cola. Oh, Coca Cola doesn't actually affect your diet that much. You need to exercise. You're fat because you don't exercise. Like, <laughs> or or like low fat foods are better for your health and like the FDA like approve. You know, lobbying all of this. It's ridiculous and. I think that if we can just organize ourselves as a species and prioritize the things that are actually problems and that will help us in the future, I think, you know, we'll be able to solve problems much more effectively. Yeah. I think also with the, with one thing like space exploration, so, so I don't, I feel like, you know, with all this talk about space exploration and there's always headlines in the news about space and saying like, oh, we found a planet. You know that are like that's like oh it's like similar to Earth and it's like livable and things like that. I think that's also putting like kind of like making people like less oh, a bit more ignorant. They just are like oh you we know, can they, just they think, ignore this. They Earth. think like oh, like, oh we can you know, just go somewhere by, else. By the time this issue you know gets too big for us, we're gonna go somewhere else. We should go somewhere else, right? Whereas the, whereas we should be thinking like okay we let's let's not have to find a planet. Let's not have to move somewhere else. Let's but see, let's hopefully yeah. we can stay here and just the thing you know, people don't understand Earth. is we're too far away from being able to go to one of those planets. Exactly. I think the film Interstellar exists. Like, they just see this. 100 light years. They're like, oh, for, for only 100 light years, you know? I don't think the general populace has that kind of sense of scale. Yeah, the, they'll, they'll be like, in we'll arrive in 100 years. It's okay. We'll, we'll put ourselves think, in cryo chambers, which don't even exist. I think we need to give i think if any change is going to be necessary i think scare tactics probably could be a good i mean also yeah, i have some reservations I mean, about point, using those do you want to get do you want to become big brother <laughs> no but i mean I like mean, although we, although we have some reservations yeah i think you know there's always that kind of like that the moment you put people in this kind of situation where they're like oh shit you know like yeah oh. i mean like um cut it out um we need we need this kind fine. of like we need this kind of, like oh my god we need solution now you know like people are like well like yeah. we need this now we don't like you know they will work for it like look look at what's happening now they're like oh well we need change now 
Yeah, I mean, the fear factor is very effective because it's been driving us, humanity as a species, ever since we were, we were conceived that of, of basically. Yeah. You know, it's it's in the evolutionary biology. Like what you said, you know, Stevie, man. fight or flight. If it doesn't work out, we just fly away to a different planet. And I think that's the mentality oh. that needs to be changed because, like, it's much easier for us to solve the issue here than to create the issue again at some point in future in another planet. Because yeah. it's going to be a cycle that will repeat itself if we don't. Oh, yeah, we need to address space. this issue before we just go to another planet and then and screw just that repeat up, it, and then yeah. go to another planet and then screw that up. Yeah, it, it's a big problem. It yeah. is. Like, it's, like, it's like cutting off the problem at its source. Like, we need to cut off the source of the problem. And yeah. then we won't have the problem again, you know? Yeah, the source of yeah. the problem is humans. It's like humanity. In, instead just, of just killing... Humanity, no more Earth problems. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's the reason why, like, all those villains in, in like, in, in the, 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 in the, the, the TV shows are, are, like, you know, we, we have to, we have to il, il, eliminate destroy the humanity. Humanity is the virus. Humanity is the disease. Like, I mean, it's in a sense, it is kind of true. Like we are screwing with the planet, we are screwing with the ecosystem. You know, as much as as much as you know, like freaking Thanos is like a villain and everything, he does have a point. He he, he no, there's yes. no denying he, he does have a point, and it and it, you know, although his solution is harsh. And I think that you know, that is one has, of the reasons. It does work actually. And one of the reasons why it's it's like he's a, he's an adored character is because of his perspective that is that is not that wrong okay so um yeah unfortunately uh we had a little bit of uh technical issues but um uh, yeah technical issues um steve had to go but we're gonna um sort of end the podcast off here um i think you should do the outro this time yeah but, uh so thank you so much for listening uh we have recently been doing these highlights on instagram so please follow our instagram and follow our igtv we'll be posting some interesting highlights from our previous podcast and future ones and as well as if you're watching this on youtube please make sure to check out our spotify and if you're listening to this on spotify go check out our youtube uh we hope you guys enjoy and uh stay tuned for another episode next week yeah don't forget to check out our youtube channels though you forgot about that like subscribe comment all of that yes, don't yes. forget to check out our personal youtube channels and um yes see you guys right. in the next episode bye, bye.